Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. It is Reaction Day. The SEC football schedule is released. Your thoughts on the Gators schedule coming up, among other things, as we welcome you into a Thursday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM. WYUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Jose Tovar, our producer today. Uh, first of all, did you see the way the Gators presented their own schedule? Very well done. And some big-time Gators, including Laura Rutledge, Aaron Andrews, Chris Collinsworth, uh, all helping to present the Gator football schedule hosted by guest we had yesterday, the head ball coach, Steve Spurrier. Very well done. Um, there's no doubt Florida's schedule is tough. But here's what I don't want to hear anymore. Okay? The schedule's tough. Let, let's all acknowledge how difficult the schedule is. It is. But now you got to play through it. You either play through it or you have or will you have what happened this year happen next year. There are two open dates now. That certainly helps everybody. And look, I'm not going to sit here and tell you Florida's schedule is easy. It's not, but that's what they've got. And I'm going to say this again. If you you have Miami at home, and you have UCF, you should beat those teams at home. And if you do, well, if you you might get to eight wins. You're not going to be in the playoff, but now the arrow begins to point upwards a little bit. But I do want to get your reaction to the schedule. Don't know if you saw this. The NCAA, the NCAA right now, what are those things you used to, when you were when I was a kid, you used to punch them and like the rock'em, sock'em robots? Remember those things? The NCAA is now a rock'em, sock'em robot. A judge has issued a temporary restraining order against the NCAA, which now grants eligibility for multi-time transfers okay so the ruling apparently will allow transfers sidelined because of the NCAA rules to be eligible right now now the restraining order is only active for 14 days but we'll see what happens at least for now those who couldn't play because of this rule now can't the NCAA is going to appeal, shocking. Uh, the next hearing is December 27th. But the NCAA says now, quote, the association will not enforce the year in residency requirement for multiple-time transfers and will begin notifying member schools. So they're standing down. They're, they're basically saying until the appeal, these types of players can play. And... A lot of them in basketball couldn't play, dozens of them. 
now going to be allowed to play. So, again, it's a victory, if you want to call it that, for student-athletes. Um, give them credit. And more change is coming, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, more change is coming. Today, by the way, Trevor Sikkim, a pro football focus, will talk a little National Football League, and Jeremy Foley will drop by. Jeremy just got inducted into a Hall of Fame. We will tell you later what that Hall of Fame is. Don't know if you saw, South Carolina got Rocket Sanders. Good pickup for South Carolina. And I'm also going to say this. As you call in today, Florida has not had a significant portal addition yet. Scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not concerned at all, 10 being so concerned your pants are on fire, where are you with that? Because let me tell you, I don't make New Year's resolutions because A, I never follow through on them, and B, it's pointless. But I will say this, I'm going to really try hard to do this next year. And, I, and I've sort of started it now. I understand doing a show like this, there is instant reaction. When something happens, there is instant reaction. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I would also say, we don't know what Billy Napier has. Maybe they don't have. Maybe they can't get anybody. But maybe they're waiting for National Signing Day. Maybe they're waiting to really unload a bunch of these guys. And all of a sudden, your thought process will change. So let me know about the schedule. Let me know uh, your thoughts on this as well. 392-8255. You can email the show, srussell at wruf.com. And I guess my other thing is whatever, whatever happens is going to happen. So let's just see where everything falls and then figure out what Florida might or might not do. If Florida doesn't get anybody, oh God, I can just hear it now. But if they do, and there's some hope, well then, maybe the thought process about how many games you win, despite a tough schedule, will change. Uh, Ed says, for Florida, this looks like the season that will see Napier disappear. He has some fine personal traits. I'm afraid 2024 will confirm that he is not an SEC caliber coach. We will see. Aaron, I know you don't get a lot of NBA. Glad the NBA's done something to Draymond Green. Why was nothing ever really done about Bill Lambeer and his hits or the antics of Dennis Rodman? Society change. Uh, no, uh, style of play change. No question. 
with that. Bill Lambeer was suspended, but remember, that sort of play was pretty common in the NBA then. You know, getting in fights uh, was not uncommon at all. And, you know, the bad boys, the, the Pistons, all of that, well, the league went to clean that up. And you're still going to see fighting. I don't care if if we're doing this 20 years from now, you're going to see that. But it's not certainly, Aaron, the way it was, and it's not tolerated as much. Mike, if upgrades to the swamp affect the perceived noise levels to even the smallest degree, Strickland will forever be remembered as the man who killed the swamp. He best tread lightly, or even better, find a way to replace any removed seating. Mike, you're not going to replace it. You're not. Now, look, I'm only going by what I've been told, right? If, if, if the whole, if one of the main purposes of refurbishing the place is to get more amenities in there for people who spend the money, well, one of those things is going to be a bigger seat, a wider seat, because the width of the buttocks now is not what the width of the buttocks was back in the day. You are going to have less seats. I don't see any way you're not. Now, how many there is, we can debate that. Daryl, Gator football schedule is difficult on paper. With the transfer portal, who knows what can happen. At least we have our quarterback back. Uh, he says he's at a five with that. Uh, Bruce says about Draymond, lucky he didn't pop an eardrum. He had an ear, ear injury. Uh, it wasn't good. Yeah, those that can that, at least he's suspended indefinitely now. Um, Mark says, after seeing the schedule, I think Napier is fired after Ole Miss. Wow. Twelve thirteen. time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. We'll talk some NFL with Trevor Sycamore from Pro Football Focus next. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation. Coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The Cousins family and Southeast Car Agency want to wish you a very happy holiday and a prosperous new year. And they thank you for your business over the years. In fact, 40 plus years of giving you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle, the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Take a look around town. Just just drive around and you're going to see a lot of vehicles with a Southeast Car Agency tag just like mine. They're trusted because they've been doing this for 40 years. They know what they're doing when it comes to this kind of vehicle. Find them online, secars.com. You can check out the vehicles that way or do what I've done Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. You can test drive the vehicles. Check them out for yourself. There's sales staff there to answer any questions you might have. But when you do go, you'll notice the wide selection. You'll notice the different makes and models of vehicles you have to choose from and different price points as well. That's one of the great things about Southeast Car Agency. When you go see them in person, 
You know what to do. Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Hey, folks, Steve Russell will tell you the famous mushroom Swiss burgers back at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries for the holidays. And how about Dick Mondell's gift cards for your family and friends? The perfect gift for everybody on your list. Dick Mondell, Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now and make 2024 the year you are back to living a normal life again. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients around the country. People who had knee and back pain, shoulder pain, who were able to get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds as well. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warranted work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACO. Gainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. As we wrap up the year and usher in the next, it's a perfect time to reflect on what truly matters, the people we love the most. This year, resolve to keep them safer than ever with Simply Safe Home Security. I trust Simply Safe with my own home and man cave and recommend it to everyone I know. Save 20% on your new system with a fast protect plan by visiting simplysafedan.com. Simplysafedan.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for that challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires. Go to tirerack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gears. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Jeremy Foley is going to join us later. He's in a new Hall of Fame we'll tell you about. Right now, though, Trevor Sycamore Pro Football Focus covers the National Football League is here. Uh, boy, the, new, the news about... Uh, Bill Belichick is quite interesting. Uh, your thoughts? You know, things obviously have not been going well with Belichick and the Patriots 
since Tom Brady left, right? I think that that was the ultimate question. Who was it? Was it Bill or was it Tom who meant more to the organization? And I think that certainly with Tom having the success that he did in Tampa, where I understand it's a little bit apples to oranges, it's tough to look at how the Patriots have declined, certainly this year, as ugly as it's been, and think that you know he's really the best man for the job moving forward. You've been around a place so long. You have so much familiarity with it. Sometimes a change of scenery is needed. And I think that that might be where we're at here. And it's really hard to look at how the Patriots have declined in so many areas and you know, some free agent misses that they've had of guys that they brought in, the draft guys. We know that Bill hasn't necessarily been the best drafter over the years, even when they were winning. And it's hard to look at the Patriots situation knowing that they have a top three overall pick. Right now it's number two. They have the chance to draft a new franchise quarterback, and it kind of comes down to do you want Belichick to be the, maybe not the coach because we know he's a great coach, but do you want him to be the general manager, that team builder around this franchise quarterback, knowing how the roster has really declined over the last couple of years? And I, I think that certainly the report, it's not, 100% fact yet, but the report of, of, of him moving on and everybody moving on after this year, it can't come as a complete shock and surprise given where we're at. You know, it's interesting. You know how this works in the NFL. One week, you're nobody can beat you. The next week, oh boy. Uh, three teams come to mind here. Kansas City, Miami, and Detroit. Uh, stumbled a little bit for whatever the reasons. You still buy on these these teams? I'm still buying them in terms of the ceiling, certainly Kansas City, right? I mean, when you look at Kansas City's struggles and some of the losses that they've had, you know, the most recent one, obviously, it's a play that uh, I think that certainly Kadarius Tony was offside, but all right, does it get called all the time? Not necessarily, you know, was did the ref really warn him the way that he needed to? Okay, maybe not. And so you look at that play and you go, wow, if that's a little bit different, they win that game. You, you look at uh, a couple weeks ago. The Marquez Valdez Scantling. I mean, Patrick Mahomes couldn't have put it on him any better, and he yep. just drops it. Right. And, and that, but that now wouldn't wouldn't have nest, uh, like locked in the win, but it puts them ahead on the scoreboard, and they could have absolutely won that game. So, to me, when I look at the Chiefs, even with them having more losses than expected this year, their losses are basically one bounce of the ball the other way. So, I still believe in the the, the ceiling of where this Chiefs team is. I think they're going to lock in, and they're going to be dangerous when the playoffs come around. You know, Miami is certainly this, that, that loss the other night does not look good. I mean, you've got to be able to put a team away, uh, even with Tyree Kill in and out of the lineup. I mean, you've got to be better of a football team to, 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 to lock that one in at the end. And that's, I think, the, the area that people are worried about, right? Do you have faith in Miami not to win a shootout with people because everybody knows they can score a ton of points. When you get in these playoffs, it's it's close contested games the entire way. Do you have the mental makeup? Do you have that winning culture within your locker room to come away with those really tight, tough wins? And um, I think that this past week was a blow to that theory for Miami. So, I st- again, still believe in the ceiling, but that's something you got to consider. Detroit, the thing about Detroit is I think they're certainly a good football team. But me as a draft guy, yeah, I've, of course, got one eye into the <laughs> offseason and where teams can get better and things like that. Yep. And I look at this defense for Detroit, and yeah, the defensive line's not nearly where it needs to be, even with Aiden Hutchinson on there. You know, the, the secondary work, especially with Emmanuel Mosley getting hurt at the beginning of the year, C.J. Garner-Johnson getting hurt at the beginning of the year. Like, you look at this secondary and you go, okay, this is 
certainly needs work. It's, it certainly needs more talent. So I like the Lions, but there's a reason why I haven't picked the Lions over the Niners or the, the Eagles or certainly the Cowboys have they been playing in the NFC. It's just because I don't think that roster is quite there yet. Trevor Sikama joining us here, Pro Football Focus, talking National Football League, Gator grad as well. Um, how about this team I would not want to play now, Denver. What's caused their turnaround? I mean, Sean Payton, he's been doing this a long time for a very successful level. And, you know, he was somebody, too. We talked about the, the Belichick-Tom Brady question, who was it? Uh, I think a lot of people talked about that as well with Peyton and Breeze. You know, for a lot of their success in New Orleans, those two guys were together. And you go, hey, which one meant more? And I think certainly with uh, Sean Payton leaving the way that he did when he did with New Orleans, we wondered if it was like, all right, I guess he just didn't want to do it with Breeze anymore. And now he comes into a tough situation, you know, uh, with with Denver, given what had happened with Nathaniel Hackett, where that roster was, and how little there was belief that these guys could get it done. But Sean Payton, to me, is is still a phenomenal coach, and I think that he was always going to figure it out. Now, was Russell Wilson always going to get back to Pro Bowl, All-Pro, Super Bowl-winning Russell Wilson that we saw in Seattle? No, the chances of that, it's probably not. But I felt as though if there was anybody that was going to be able to come in to save that offense and get Russell Wilson to a better place, Sean Payton was the man for the job last year when they were going through that cycle. So the fact that the team is playing a lot better is again not really it can't be it can't be too big of a surprise because of what their head coach has accomplished over the last 15 years. So I would agree Denver now all of a sudden not a team that anybody really wants to play. They are no pushover anymore. Final thing for you. Um a team that if I had to say this team doesn't get a lot of respect, it seems to be Baltimore. I mean all they all they do is win and yet I don't hear anybody talk about Baltimore you know, I hear Philly and San Francisco and all that. What's your take on the Ravens? Yeah, this is one of the best teams in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. I think that people maybe get uh, bored of greatness sometimes when they talk about Lamar Jackson. Obviously, Lamar is a very polarizing quarterback anyways because he's such a great dual threat. You always have the people that say, yeah, you know, he's not a great passer, but he is. I mean, that's just that's, it's just not true if people won't accept that. So the fact that Lamar is playing at an incredible level We've seen it for so long now, people just come to expect it. And really, outside of Lamar, there's not a ton of like big-name stars that are on that offense, right? I mean, the running back's been by committee for a long time, especially since J.K. Dobbins went down for the season. Yeah, they got Odell Beckham Jr., but it's not New York Giants version of Odell Beckham Jr. And, and next on the list is a yeah, tight end. You know, it's, it's Mark Andrews who's been in and out of lineup. So really, it's kind of Lamar and maybe not another stud household name on offense. And then on the defensive side of the football, it's kind of a lot of that same narrative. You know, you look at guys like Kyle Van Noy, Justin Matabuke, Judavian Clowney, everybody knows, but Clowney's been a journeyman at this point. They're getting top-tier production out of those guys. And, and I think the fact that they're not these household names that are these big difference-maker players is going into the Ravens not getting nearly as much respect as they should get because they are number one in the conference that is loaded. We went into this year talking about how difficult the AFC was, and we've had some injuries to quarterbacks that have knocked a couple of teams out, but that is not to take away from what Baltimore has ascended to become and the juggernaut that they are right now. There's no doubt about it. Nobody wants to play Baltimore, especially if they end up getting the one seed and you got to go through Baltimore. 
to get to the Super Bowl. They are absolutely one of the best teams in the NFL. 30 seconds, Trevor. Sam says, uh, can the Browns make the playoffs with all the injuries they've had? Coach should be considered coach of the year with the quarterback injuries and his team team still in contention. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that they absolutely can. And I think you look at that defense, right? As long as that defense is healthy, relatively healthy, uh, given where we are at the end of the year, they're one of the best in the NFL. Jim Schwartz is doing a fantastic job. And, hey, you know, there are a lot worse veteran quarterbacks that you could have than Joe Flacco, who has been to the Super Bowl, he's won a Super Bowl, he's had playoff experience. At least he gets that. So with that defense and with the type of veteran that they have at quarterback, uh, they can absolutely still make the playoffs sitting here at 8-5. and five. Where can people see your work? PFF.com. Anytime anybody wants to uh, get over there and, and read anything about the NFL, the NFL draft, all that good stuff, it's all over at PFF.com. You can check it out there. Appreciate you. Have a great holiday, Trevor, and thanks for taking the time. I appreciate it, Steve. Anytime. You as well. You got it. Thank you. Trevor Sycamore, Pro Football Focus. Up next, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is with us. Get your questions, comments ready for him. 1228 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Have you ever thought about what a true fiduciary is? Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth, and he believes the definition of a true fiduciary is simple. A true fiduciary would not sell you a product that they got commission on. A true fiduciary does well when you do well. Some of those products could be mutual funds, annuities, or even real estate investment trusts. Mike believes a true fiduciary shouldn't get paid before a client does. And that kind of makes sense. Mike is a true fiduciary who's passionate about those near and in retirement being aware of all of your options and making sure you receive the value you're paying for because every penny counts in retirement. Reach out for a free comprehensive financial plan to see if there are better options available you might not be aware of. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. By the way, this process also reveals if you've saved enough to retire comfortably. So, connect and schedule now at guardingyournestegg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Lord License D056341. Well, I started using it about four or five months ago, and two or three months into it, I just kind of noticed one day I saw all of this extra hair growth around my widow's peak. That hair growth is probably about five inches all in that area that used to have absolutely no hair at all. 
I don't think I'll ever stop using it. Fantastic results, Marcy. Harem can absolutely regrow your hair by nourishing the scalp and repairing dormant and damaged hair follicles. Made for men and women and all hair types, Harem with 17 botanical plant actives has proven safe and effective in generating new hair growth, whether it's a receding hairline, the crown of the head, or thinning hair. For a natural solution to regrow thicker, healthier hair, go to greatlifenow.com and see how you can get a free bottle of harem today. That's greatlifenow.com. Greatlifenow.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Cloudy skies today, mild with highs near 70. Windy with occasional gusts to 30 miles an hour. A few showers are possible nearer to the St. John's River and the I-95 quarter. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows in the mid to upper 50s. Tomorrow, warm with highs near 70, a mixture of sun and clouds. Staying windy tomorrow with, again, gusts between 20 and 25 miles an hour. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. Where do I think he'll be? Carolina's desperate, but you have that owner. If you're Carolina and you're Bryce Young and you're like, oh, Bill? Uh, well, I saw what he did with Mac. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> That's the, my, uh, first, my first phone call by Bryce Young is to Mac Jones. Great. Yeah, no good. I'm Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the Tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Former Florida Athletic Director Jeremy Foley is going to join us next hour. He is going to be inducted into a Hall of Fame, we will tell you about. Now, my pleasure to bring in the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. Questions, comments for him, 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. I know you were a little under the weather. You feeling better? I am. I am. And uh, if anybody listened to last Saturday's game, they know that I actually, by Saturday down in Sunrise, I was feeling fine. My voice was gone. So... Chris Harry stepped up. Steve Egan stepped up. We managed. But, yeah, I missed us last Thursday. I had kind of the nasty cold that everybody's got going around. Flu's everywhere, by the way. Yeah. I mean, I can't put enough alcohol or whatever that stuff is on my hands right now. It's brutal. It's brutal. Got a, a comment for you already. Todd says, I'm excited about the depth and the ability on the basketball team. I believe Clayton and Samuel will be the heart of the team. I continue to notice players aren't finishing shots in the paint or at the rim. Question when Florida takes the lead by 10 or 12, do you notice or see a change in their rhythm, pace, and style, which they would create more in the dribble, get inside more, take higher percentage shots with the lead, uh, miss the three, gives teams a chance to climb back in it? Yeah, I, look, a couple things there. Have you watched college basketball at all right now? Nobody can hold a lead. It's, it's yes. pretty funny how that, how that works. Uh, in the paint, I, this was interesting because I started to say, okay, where are the chinks in the armor with this team? And I was like, well, this is easy. Free throw shooting, let's start there. And then I dug a little deeper. If you look at their last five games, it's actually trended way up. And then I thought, okay, well, wait a minute. Are we, how are we compared to our other conference brethren in getting to the line? It's one thing if you're not making them or all of a sudden now you are making free throws, but are you getting to the line enough? And I think last check, second best in the league on free throws attempted per game. 
So they're getting to the line. They're going to the rim. They've won points in the paint now on seven or eight occasions, I guess it is. So I think this team is is fine around the rim. I, I'm curious. It was an email, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that it's a nice mix of transition. They play at a, an elite pace right now, but yet half court's been pretty effective too. So, I, yeah, it's hard for me to to lean in a whole lot on that observation, just one, based on some of the research I've done the last two days. One of the things I noticed, and I think they're high up in the league too, much better offensive rebounding team than what we've seen. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, yes. Well, of course, yes. where it was. But even if you look at where you stand nationally right now, this is a very good offensive rebounding team, especially with now everybody kind of back and healthy with Micah Hanlocked and back in the lineup now back into that starting five. Hadn't seen that starting five that we saw this past week against Richmond in some time. Uh, so knock on wood, everybody's kind of healthy right now. So that's where things stand. It's it's interesting how this shakes out with regard to the rest of the non-conference. You're in the stretch of three straight neutral site games. You know, you're going to have a home game before conference play starts, but the students are gone. It won't feel quite the same in that sense, both the men and the women, I, the the absence of home games is stark, you know, it is. here in December. And then it kind of settles in when we get to conference play. But um, back to what I was trying to say is they really, they made a pledge to each other, the guys, that they wanted to have a perfect December. Kind of a lofty goal. But when you look at the competition, you're like, oh, doable, doable. For, for sure. I like that there's that kind of an accountability with this group. And they've got a shot to do it here, and that would put them in very good position uh, going into conference play. I giggle a little bit right now looking at the top 25 polls in that there are teams receiving votes that I'm like, that's ridiculous. And the Gators are really nowhere to be found. And I, and I guess I'm okay with that. Just kind of sit back here, do your thing. The things that, that are healthy right now, your Ken Palm number is good, your NCAA net number is good, uh, your rebounding efficiency is good. You're trending in all the right directions right now. I would like to see them defend the three-point line a little bit better. And kind of like back to the email a little bit, alluding to there's this want from Todd Golden right now to when you get a team down to go ahead and finish them off. Yep. Let's get a call for you. Uh, Andrew, hello. Yeah. Uh, how do you think we'll, how we match up in SEC play? And uh, is there a player on the basketball team that maybe come on will come on in the year, or what players to look out for? And I'll answer, I'll uh, listen off the air. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Okay. Uh, the conference is going to be interesting. It is as good as I can remember it being, top to bottom, across the board. Um, Ole Miss is not surprising me a whole lot, but that's a that's a kind of a sneaky one right now. Chris Beard's got them playing well. Tennessee's a bit of a mystery. Yes, they Alabama's are. a little bit of a mystery. Arkansas can't seem to figure it out. But I know what talent resides in all those towns right now, and so it's hard for me to kind of handicap this. Don't freak out. Don't, don't send me some nasty note if this doesn't happen. I think the Gators are an NCAA tournament team, and I'm not quite ready to say, oh, you need to have X number of wins in the SEC in order to do so. There was a kind of an urge to do it a little bit after – the loss to Wake Forest, you know, you sit there and said, oh boy, now now you got to start counting wins in the SEC. I'm not so sure I'm ready to take that step off the ledge yet. Uh, and as far as players stepping up, I would like to see Zion Pullen score a little bit more. 
Um, the three-point shot's not there for him at the moment. And I think that Thomas Houck, one of these other reserve guys off the bench, is still a bit of a mystery to me. What will they really be for the Gators in, say, a month's time, six weeks' time? I, I love seeing Will Richard get loose the other day. That's the one I've been kind of waiting on the most, and, and he, um, he had 21 in the second half. So that's, uh, that's, he doesn't need to do that every night, but he needs to be a part of that core, a scoring core. Uh, real quick before uh, I forget, Schedule release last night. I thought what Florida did was really cool. Really unique. And everybody yes. else doing that. Um, and, you know, the schedule's tough. Well, I, we kind of knew that before the release, but that's what it is. You, there's no other way around it. Anybody else want to have the conversation right now about how many conference games we should play in the SEC? I'm rethinking that one a little bit. I've been big on, let's go nine. Let's go nine. Let's play nine SEC games. That's with um, me, too. I, I'm not so sure. I'm leaning as hard on that right now. When you look at that schedule next year, that is brutal. Yeah, It is brutal. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that you're stacking high-caliber opponents one upon the other. Not that you're going to play 10 teams that are going to be participating in a bowl. That in itself is something. But let's say you start to get banged up in that stretch, that last five next next season. Now you're not at full strength against a team that you got to be full strength against. That's going to make it difficult. Um, yeah. Come come at me if you want, and tell me that somebody in the SEC has a harder schedule in Florida next year. I ain't having it. Got a call here from uh, Howard. Hi, Howard. Hey, good morning. How are you? Or good afternoon. How you doing? Hey, Sean. Um, I live right here in Lakeland. I was just wondering. Um, there's very limited tickets left. Um, and I'm going to be at the game tonight. I was wondering if you're going to be on the call at, at, in here in Lakeland tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Elvis played there three times. Kiss played yes, there sir. in 1976. The boss played there in the early – I mean, I have to be in that building. I have to say that I've you worked bet. a game in that building. No, we're looking forward to it. I, I was kind of moaning a little bit about the lack of home games, but I do love this. I love when we um, are able to really be the flagship of this state – and get to move around the state a little bit. Steve knows what I'm talking about on the baseball side. You know, in Sunrise last week, Tampa last year, um, we get to go to Lakeland today. The team's already there. I'm, I'm eager to get down there. I just think it's, I think it's cool. I don't want to sacrifice too many games away from the O'Connell Center, but I do like doing some of these satellite appearances as the home team in our state. Yep. Yes, sir. We're extremely happy. Me and my daughter will be there. We're only 15 minutes from the house, so uh, we're looking forward to tonight and uh, looking forward to seeing you and uh, go Gators. Yep, okay. and, and help us make the Gators feel like they're at home tonight. That was a cool thing in Sunrise. There was a lot of orange and blue down there in Lauderdale, and it was pretty cool. Yes, sir. Well, you know, the pipeline is, is Lakeland, so we send a lot of a lot of football players up that way and everything, and I think we've got a basketball player from uh, Lake Wales, so that's right right around the corner. So uh, we're just looking forward to having a good time tonight and hearing that hearing that Gator chomp and and uh, go Gators, and we'll see you tonight. Thanks, thank you, Howard. Keep keep sending Gators our way. It's been a good area for us. It has been a really yep. good area. You know, I, I do think it is a two edged sword because you want to if you because we live here and they play in the O'Connell Center, but. We take for granted you can just walk in there anytime you want and yes. go watch them play. If you're in Lakeland or in Sunrise or Orlando or wherever, you don't. 
that's a real treat. And I think it's great that the Gator brand gets to go in our state and have the brand be seen. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, I do too. I do too. I think it's just, it's, we're not, we're not uh, some local yokel. This is, it's the Florida Gators. Yeah. Stay on the segment? Yeah. Okay. One more with Sean. Got a question or a comment for him. Uh, we'll talk basketball and football as well. 1243 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. With the holiday season here, we're all looking for ways to save money. And Florida healthcare workers, I want to talk directly to you because I have a great place for you to do just that. The place I've done my banking at for over 30 years, FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can start a new money CD that pays a 5.35% annual percentage yield with a $10,000 minimum deposit. Or how about starting a new checking account that pays a 5% annual percentage yield? Start saving today with a Christmas club as well that will help you soften the blow later on after buying all these holiday gifts. That's all from FICARE Federal Credit Union. You can find them online, FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. Seatbelts are your first line of defense on the road, but they only save lives when worn and worn correctly. In Florida, it's the law. All drivers, all front seat passengers, and all passengers under 18 must fasten their seatbelts. So during those long holiday trips, everyone in the vehicle must remain safely buckled at all times. From highway to holiday, arrive alive this season. For more tips, visit flhsmv.gov holiday. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Kinetics now and make 2024 the year you are back to living a normal life again. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can give you your life back. They're the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. QC Kinetics has tens of thousands of satisfied patients around the country. People who had knee and back pain, shoulder pain, who were able to get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds as well. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins. Kef, Martin, Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. Save big every day during Lowe's 25 Days of Deals. Right now, get these can't-miss deals on appliances. Get up to 30% off, plus save up to an extra $750 on select major appliances. And with Lowe's Pay, you can buy now and pay later to get instant payment options for online purchases. Shop these savings, because Lowe's knows deals every day. 
Valve to twelve thirteen. Appliance savings vary based on purchase amount. Exclusions apply. While supplies last. Selection varies by location. See Lowe's.com for details. Subject to credit approval. We are your all for Tampa Bay Lightning Hockey. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now... More sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Don't forget, tomorrow is our last show until the holidays. We're back on January 3. Scott Strickland will be here in studio on January 4. But in the meantime, Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, is here. Questions, comments for him. 392-8255, email srussell at wruf.com. Hi, Daryl. How are you? How's it going? Good. Um, Steve, i got one for you and one for Sean. There's Sean, I, it took me a little minute, but I really enjoy your broadcast. So I do tune in with the uh, different sports, and so I drive for a living, so I get to you know have to listen sometime on the radio. But I'm, I was a little slow, but I really enjoy you. Thank you. I appreciate but, it. Are you uh, turning right or left right now? Making a left. Making a left. Okay, just turn signals. One north. Yeah, so, uh, um, but Steve, the, the, the people that are the Gator fans, you know, I've been a Florida fan a long time, but the ones that are really calling in and belly aching about the stadium, do you think they really go to the football games, or, you know, in that stadium, or are they just calling in and belly aching? Both. Both. I, I, th- I think so, too. I, I, a few I, on here, I don't even know if they go to their games, but they call in almost like clockwork, but it's just like, yeah, it's, it's more complaints. Than like building a program up or lifting a program up, I hear uh, I hear that more than anything. Well, I'll, I'll say this about people who go to the games. In, right. in sitting here and doing this, I do not remember many people calling here and saying I don't like my experience going to a game. People have not called and said my seat's too small. Do we know what the warts are in the place? Yes, Sean articulated those things last time he was here about restrooms and aisles and all that. So I mean, but but people don't call and say I want. Now maybe they do and they just don't, you know, express it. But I think most people enjoy that venue for what it is. Not that it can't be changed or modernized because Sean made the point too. Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, they've all been modernized but kept the feel of what. It was. All right. And so the baseball, you know, it completely changed that. I, when, when that was happening, they barely ate about the baseball field. You know, it's, you know, what it was. But now everybody enjoys it. I've been in there once, so I enjoy it. I like it. So anyway, I just want to ask you that. I appreciate you there, Sean. Yeah, no problem. Here's what I'm confused right. on a little bit. I, um. Oh, thank you, Daryl. Yeah, appreciate it, Daryl. I, I get, I get the frustration. I get the it's hard to figure out what's going on because there's a lot of misinformation out there and there's not a whole lot of communication and really there can't be. I'm confused and help me understand this, whether it's you, Steve, or the callers or whatever. It's almost as if in this last week I've heard all this noise about, you know, why are we spending all this money on the stadium when we need to have a better football team? Yeah, we all want a better football team, but there's nothing about the stadium that can help a better football team. Here's where I'm going with this. Like this idea of, okay, it could cost $400 million. 
none of any $400 million that could go for the stadium from UAA could go toward the NIL pot. Right, because so, it's from UAA. Correct. Now, if if said fan says, I'm either going to donate $1,000 to stadium renovation or I'm going to donate it toward the NIL bucket, that's your choice, right? But there's, I'm confused because there seems to be like this this talk or this feeling that Florida should not be putting money into the stadium. All that should go toward NIL or building a better football team. It can't. It can't. By state law and by NCAA, whatever quagmire that is, it can't. So I don't think, this is where I'm confused, there's not some choice like, well, we're not going to invest as much in our roster and our football program because we're going to invest all this money into upgrading the football stadium. So maybe I'm just not paying attention enough or I'm just not smart enough, but I'm, I'm, really, I'm really confused, I guess, about the vitriol that's coming with, you know, it can't be both or it's, it's one or the other. No, no, they're, they're two completely different things. They are. And one may, take, one may take a quicker path than the other. I don't know. But they're not interchangeable, I guess is what I'm saying. We were talking about this off air. You're absolutely right. And I think there's just so much confusion out there about all of this. It changes all the time. It's just like what the courts just decided with you know, multiple transfers. That, that's, that's changed now. But for how long? Well, that's it. That's the point. Right. Because it changes, and all of a sudden, it changes again. Well, it's like I'm looking at East Carolina's got a two-time transfer on their roster. He hasn't played yet. I have to prepare. Like, he might play tonight. Right. But if we were to play those guys in a month, he might be not eligible again. Correct, because that's going to be appealed. Right. Yes. That's, that's That's the hardest part, I think, for fans, because they just, some of them, most of them, us, sometimes don't understand everything, and and we're not privy to what, and I'm just using this as an example, what Florida Victorious does, or what whatever arm of School X does. There's so much confusion about it, and I think that's part of the issue. Well, yes. I mean, that's a, to me, that's a whole separate deal about pulling up social media right now and this guy's doing this, and that guy's doing that. It reminds me, I'm going to show our age here a little bit. Okay. Back before I went to the NBA and all that, I remember being back early in my career at another institution, covering another institution, and we only had the one signing day, right? Right. And I used to dread, dread the weeks leading up to it because everybody wanted to know about the recruiting class. And I would sit there and go, well, I'm, I haven't watched all these high school kids go out and play. Are you telling me that these guys that are writing these articles have gone out and evaluated everyone? I mean, it was always this grand mystery, right? You know, oh, well, they're going to have the best recruiting class. Well, let's see what, let's get them on campus. Let's start with that. If you put that on steroids, pardon the comparison here. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And, and you get where I'm saying. <laughs> I do. Now you've got even more people who don't know what they're talking about evaluating and launching stuff into the social media space. It's hard to really tell. And then if you throw in the, well, now it's this school's got this NIL, this school's got that NIL, the, the bidding war that goes on on top of that. Now, there's too many layers. I would love to be able to come on your show 
and say, this is what's going to happen on December the 20th. Yes. And you would run me out of here if I told you I could. Because you better. Because <laughs> yeah. none of us can. None of us can. No. Right. right. No. So. Let's get some. It, it, you're right. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Uh, Sean, I appreciate you clearing that up about the NIL bucket versus the stadium bucket. Um, I think the frustration long-suffering Gator fans have had is that it has felt like um, we have been playing with uh, one hand tied behind our back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, UAA was a little late to the party when it came to facilities. We see other teams that have thrown bags at players for many years, and you know, UF has just said we're not gonna we're not gonna play in that pond, and yet we still have to play those teams on Saturdays. So. Um, I think fans are frustrated by the timing. You know, we had five straight losses, yep. and you see some defections, and then all of a sudden UAA is tweeting about the stadium, and so fans are like, wait a second, this felt like McIlwain's barbecue sauce tweet all <laughs> of a sudden. Um, you know, it was just like really bad timing, and so I think that's where some of the frustration from the fans is, is that we want to play with Georgia on Saturdays, and that means you have to play with them um, off the field, too, yeah. so that's where the frustration look, is. Look, I get it, and look, there there are a lot of Gator fans that kicked the teeth proverbially right out of the logo last Friday when the timing of that announcement, and I'm not in a position to say good announcement, bad announcement, right day to do it, wrong day to do it, <laughs> but I'm with a lot of folks, as a fan myself, coming off the five-game stretch, everything else, waiting on some answers. When you don't get the answer that you were looking for, boy, it can... It can tark you off a little bit. So, you know, the, the timing maybe, eh, maybe could have been rethought. Who knows? <laughs> but, but, they, but they are separate, and it wasn't some – I'll just say this from being over there in the hallways. It wasn't some, hey, uh, let's put out this whole architect thing here, and maybe that will salve the, the wound a little bit. No, nah, I don't think there was any of that. So um, it, it's hard right now. It is. We're all so invested in this. We really are. And look, and one more thing about the NIL thing, real quick. I know we're getting up against it. You know, whether it's Florida or or anybody else late to the game, was the state late to the game? Did they get their legislation in place the same time that Texas or other states did? Because that dictates a lot about how we as universities can go about things too. So it's such it's such a I want to say a word I can't on the radio right now, but go ahead. Right. Real quick, Chris. It's a a quagmire. Uh, Yeah, real quick question, Sean. I just wanted your perspective. You've been around other fan bases. I see a lot of fans at uh, each other's throats right now and, like, kind of blaming each other for the mess Florida is in. And I I don't think fans are to blame at all um, when they are, quote-unquote, negative or critical. Um, And and so I just wanted your perspective on – I don't think Florida is any different than Texas or Ohio State or any of these other programs that – um, that want to win, and I just want to hear what your thoughts are on that. Now I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. The same passion, the same growling, the same everything else is everywhere. I promise you that. And there's not one program that I've seen yet that's immune from any of this stuff. John, hello. Hello. Yeah, go ahead, John. Hey. Yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about the stadium. I, I, I hope you don't hang up on me, but I'm a Tallahassee. I'm from Tallahassee, and yeah. I'm a Florida State fan, and everything else. But we're going through the same thing that you guys are going through with the stadiums. And right now they're they're renovating our stadium or about to, uh, and it's going. You know we're losing about ten thousand seats because they're going into this pro style stadium, and I think it's I, I think it's a dumb idea. I really do. After starting to win this year, and you're packing the stadium with you know seventy eight to eighty three thousand people, 
and now you're going to take people, you know, take fans away. I just don't see it. I, I, you know, I, I, I hope you guys are doing the right decision and, and upgrading your stadium. And everybody needs new concessions and new, new bathrooms. I think in any stadium. Well, I, I can't speak to Tallahassee's plan or anybody else's. I, I just, I know here at Florida, the only thing that is going to affect, at least what I've been told, the seating capacity is by being up to code on everything else and having to logistically and engineering-wise make it work. I know there have been other stadiums, other states, other towns, where, yes, they felt like they should make it more intimate or they reduced the seating capacity on purpose because of the fan experience. I don't gather that's the reason why here the actual capacity number would change per se. John, thank you for your call. Um, I'm going to be a little bit late here at the top because we can do this. Because I want to get uh, Greg, I guess, is late to the party here. Uh, he, wh- what does Sean think of the Gators' 2024 football schedule? It's brutal. Um, it's a national schedule as far as power goes. From a fan and a broadcaster standpoint, let's go. This is going to be great every week. <laughs> From a competitive football standpoint, it is merciless when you look at that schedule. And here, I think, is an email to close here for the hour. William, I think is a lot of what some fans think, Sean. We understand the separate buckets for NIL and stadium improvement. The complaint uh, deals with the UAA asking for money to do the stadium improvements. Booster donations are finite, unless you're telling me the UAA is going to spend $400 million without any outside donations. That's the issue. Any booster funds need to go to getting better players on the field. Then we can worry about upgrades. Booster funds can't go toward upgrading players on the field. That's Only collectives and NIL can. Right. Booster money is for bricks and mortar and scholarship opportunities, the old-fashioned way, if you will. Yes. Okay. And see, William, that's the, that's the rub here. That is the yeah. rub. And, yes. And because I'm, wor- this is what the, the verbiage you used, and that is the rub, and that's the separation of those two. Yes. Things. And eventually, it's going to be that conversation, whether it's. I come to you, not me. Um, the Gators come to you in some form or fashion. We want you to be a part of our team or our program, and you'll have a choice. I'm going to put my resources toward NIL, or I'm going to put my resources toward bricks and mortar, things that need to be done to maintain these programs, or a little bit of both. We'll see how that plays out. Again, that that's where there's going to be these dual and triple and quadruple paths into all these buckets that have to be eventually filled. And they do. And they do. And that stadium eventually is going to need some help. And that program needs help, just like every other Power 5 Division One football team, basketball team, volleyball team, softball team in the country. And, um, yeah, let's have fun with that. Yeah. Mm. Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but seriously, have a good holiday, my friend. Thanks, you and too. Have a good call tonight, and I always appreciate you being here. Thank you. Yep. Voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly here. Hour two of Sports Scene coming up. Stay with us, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
WRUF Gainesville, W251CG Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Listen to what Dave Ryan says about Andro 400. Andro 400, I really love it. It's amazing to me that uh, I feel so good. I've lost 50 pounds. I was a size 38 waist. I've gone down to a 32 waist. My mood has changed. I, I don't get stressed out. It gave me so much more energy. Energy to, to walk. Energy to, to play sports. Everything is starting to work again. Just like I'm 25. My wife is happy. I'm so happy. I'm just a completely different man. I'm taking this stuff to the grave with me. Men, have you lost energy and gained belly fat? Are you feeling stressed out? Fight back with Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to increase your testosterone. For over a decade, Andro 400 has helped men lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel 20 years younger. Go to andro400.com. Andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435. Radiant Credit Union wants to remind you that you can get some extra jingle in your pocket by earning double dimes when you shop this holiday season. So every time we say jingle, we're going to drop in a... Just use your Radiant Visa credit card for purchases to jingle all the way through December 31st to earn. Visit RadiantCU.org slash Jingle and get double dimes rolling your way. Man, this was fun. Jingle! Federally insured by NCUA. Every year, millions of people find a health plan at healthcare.gov during open enrollment. They enjoy more doctor visits. Say ah. Pick up prescriptions. Thanks. And find the care they need. With the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 a month or less with financial help final deadline to enroll is January 16th. Healthcare.gov is here for millions, like you. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene. I tell you what, I, I'm glad, I'm always glad when Sean's here, but I, I was really glad he was here today because I think, you know, he also is trying to let you folks know, as I have tried and maybe I've done a really poor job of it, but I think Sean articulated it really well. I think a lot of people think that you don't have a choice as to where your dollar goes. You do. If you, to William's email, if you want to put more money into NIL to pay players more, then put your money there. You don't have to donate to the stadium renovation. That's as plain and as simple as it can be made. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. We have... Lots of emails, but I hope that you will uh, call us as well. Good calls for Sean. Jim, he spoke with Kerwin Bell a couple of months ago. He's at an FCS school. He said he stays out of the portal because teams fill up their rosters with transfers and a lot of really good players go unrecruited. Different perspective. With the expansion of the playoffs and more players opting out of bowls, do you think the future of bowl games as we now know them will change? No, I don't. Um, 
he, in other words, he thinks, will the pool and weed eater bowl cease to exist? No, because unless you get mass opt-outs, there'll always be enough players. I mean, how many, who opts out, first of all? The, the really top-tier players, they opt out. And I'm not saying you can't be a top-tier player and go to the Weed Eater Bowl, but I don't think you're going to see, you know, uh, a guy who has no NFL aspirations say, I don't feel like playing in this game. I just don't see that. Uh, Jesse says, wow, the Gators' schedule, 10-2 and two with losses to Georgia and Texas. Jesse, I'm going to tell you what, dude. If, if they go 10-2, and two, I'm going to save this email, by God. And if they do, Jesse, I'm going to call you out and say, see, Jesse told you. Early season should be straightforward. If we can win at Tennessee, it gets us ready for a successful season. Billy has us in the right direction. Uh, fill on the line issues. Secondary with portal recruiting and returning players. Need a Jets win this weekend. Go Bills. Yeah, Jesse, I don't think so. Uh, Todd says, NFL really clamped down on the excessive celebrations in a professional league. Why is the league all of a sudden allowed these childish end zone celebration skits after a touchdown or a turnover? I feel it diminishes the prestige and respect the league so badly wants to portray. I think, Todd, because it's kind of like the NBA, right? They, they want to make it a, quote, players, unquote, league. So... You know, they, they do that. Do I think some of those celebrations are kind of foolish and childish? Yes. But in the end, does it really harm anything? Probably not. Monty says his stress level is a two at most. Napier's not only waiting until after signing to see what holes need to be filled. He's also waiting to see who comes out after the bowl games. As far as the schedule, uh, UF could be 7-0 and leading into the second open date. After that, it's a different story. Let's get uh phone here. Pat, hello. Yeah, Steve. Uh, hello. Um, I just wanted to remark about the schedule, mm-hmm. looking at it. I think it's one of the toughest in the SEC, and uh, I can see us going 3-11 and 11 or worse, so... I'm thinking before they decide to do something to the stadium, we better get a team that has a winning record. Uh, that's it. Okay, thank you. Well, again, those are separate issues. You can you can still renovate a stadium, and you can have more money into Florida Victorious. Those are not mutually exclusive things. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. A uh, little lighthearted call for you today. Um, let's talk train wrecks, but a little breaking news. I don't know if you've heard this one yet. Apparently, uh, Milrose threw out on, uh, I call it X because that's what it is, but he's coming back. I've not heard that, uh, but I'm glad because he's been on with me a lot, and I really like him and missed him, so I hope that's, I hope that's true. Is he a Florida dude? I missed. I, uh, I thought Jalen Milrow at, at uh, Alabama. I thought he was a Texas guy. The quarterback at Alabama is coming back, apparently. Milrow, you mean? 
Yeah, Jalen Milrow. Apparently, he's putting out on social media that he's returning. Okay. That's not good news for the rest of the league, is it? He was pretty good second half of the season. Well, he was coached. And that, yeah. that's why Nick Saban is who he is, and that's why he's got very competent assistant coaches, and uh, his improvement showed. Hey, um, got a couple of heads up for you, Steve. Um, hearing that, uh, well, let me, uh, John Adams, you know who he is. He's a big friend of Dooley's, respected writer around the SEC. I know, John. Okay. Um, I'll just throw it at you and get your number and then uh, see what and compare it. What percent of, of uh, football players, and I, yes, I said football players, are working towards a degree anymore, Steve? No clue. He said, in his estimation, less than 40%. Mm. I, I mean, I think it's higher than that, um, but I get the point. Yeah, I mean, that's not me. That's him. I assume you respect him. And I, I mean, I don't, I don't guess a study's been done on it, but you see athletes. And, you know, I'm kind of asking you this, Steve, because I got a traditional college degree. I know you did also. I had to work for it with no tutors for four years. And these guys bounce around and all that now. And I know Florida's a very well respected academic school if you look at the rankings and stuff. But um, is there a, I know there is. Um, it's not an is, is this question, but. Doesn't this devalue these universities when these football players just bounce in and out of all these elite schools? How many people are students at UCF right now that couldn't get into Florida, and you have dudes that aren't even walking into a classroom? Well, I, I think there's two sides to that. Um, what we what what study needs to be done is how many of those players that don't get their degree in the you know, time they're here before they go pro, go back and get a degree. Because some do. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I, yeah, that's right. I know, I know all these schools have that benefit. Um, but I think probably the better way to do it is to loosely affiliate these football teams. Hey, this is the Gators football team affiliated with the University of Florida. I think that's probably the common sense solution to that. And that's, I'm just using Florida since we're sitting here talking to you. Hey, uh, last thing for you, Steve, got a funny uh, train wreck alert for you. I mean, let's face it. Florida's not going so great with Napier, but, you know, we'll see in year three. Um, have you seen what's going on in Louisville basketball? Oh, yes. Uh, favored son was on the 86 national championship team. I'm sure you're aware of this. Calipari's number two. Um, probably should have been popped last year. Louisville brought him back. And um, I wouldn't be surprised, Steve, if Kentucky tries to beat Louisville by 70 on Saturday. Well, you know, for somebody who remembers Denny Crum and, you know, how good Louisville used to be, uh, it's, you know, kind of sad to see what's happened there. But, yeah, this, it, they're not – it was it was not good. Not good. And last thing for you, Steve, uh, women's basketball seems to be having a moment with Mulkey and all that jazz. Um, tennis, Tennessee's basketball program is also an embarrassment as bad as Louisville – Lost to MTSU, Tennessee basketball, women's basketball is in the toilet also. So sometimes that stuff goes around like COVID. Merry Christmas. Yep, thank you. Well, let, let's let's see. I mean, Tennessee is not ranked, and they are not. I mean, Pat Summit, God bless her. Uh, this would never happen with her. But again, this go it it illustrates my point, right? That that's why she's so great. Because Pat Summits don't just walk down the street every day. There's differences in coaches. And a program is never going to stay on top forever. 
not one ever has. PG, hello. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I know you mentioned, I think it was Monday, might have been Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday, Draymond Green, and uh, you were kind of not real happy about that. And I just wanted to say they've suspended him indefinitely. Right. But the more I watch it, it's um, it. I know Lambeer took some shots, but but Draymond, even I don't want to say he's not even honest about it. You know, he gets mad at the referees, and and it's pretty it's pretty obvious what he meant to do on a lot of those. It, it's it's strange. I'm wondering how long, since this is the third one of the year, how long do you think they're going to suspend him? And what do you think they're going to make him go through to come back? Well, it's kind of like Morant, right? Although it's a different set of circumstances. Um, you know, he's recently met with the commissioner. Uh, I think they'll do the same thing with him. The commissioner will let him sit and stew. Uh, they'll meet with him and probably say, look, you know, here's your guidelines. You do this again. This happens. You know, I, I I don't know, but that would be my guess. Yeah, it's just it it. The more you watch it, it it's just pretty bad. And uh, you know, it's not his first time. I, I want to mention one other thing. As of a month ago, uh, with with NIL and and you know how things are donated, it's an absolute fact that you know if you give the money to the UAA, they cannot filter it. Correct. Because you know, of law, right? But, the way it works, and this is a month ago, you come in, you talk, say, hey, look, you're a booster. I want to come in. I want to, I want to donate money. They'll ask you, hey, facilities, NIL, if it's NIL, it's filtered through other means. It never touches the UA. It's more of a, I don't know if liaison is the right word. That's where I think fans are confused. Now, and, and another thing, I don't know how much is state money because a lot of people are losing sight that – this might be an ADA thing at the stadium. You know, and that's what I keep hearing. It doesn't have the rails. You know, it, it is not fire code safe. And you get years to fix that. And you're grandfathered in to an extent. But this might be straight state money because Florida State's kind of doing the same thing. I don't. How do we even know where the funding is or where, where, where it's coming from? Does that make sense? Yes, but, but I, think it's, I think something's been made very difficult that's very easy. And Sean said it, and I've been saying it, okay? If you have a lot of money, or if you don't, if you have 50 bucks you want to donate, okay, you can donate it to Gator Boosters, and that, you know, goes to renovations of the stadiums or whatever, or you can donate it to Florida Victorious, which goes to NIL. How? I mean, it, it's yeah. very simple, no, it, it is. But what I'm saying is the people that donate to these facilities want to donate to the facility. Right. I and mean, you get your choice. It's your yes. money. Yes. You're giving it to the um, – one thing that's interesting, and I'll take it off the air is what I'm hearing now, is with these collectives, is it tax-exempt when it goes to something like NIL? Because if you give a million dollars, even you know you got that much money, you're giving a million dollars. You want that tax exemption, I would think. You never know. You got that much money, but they're challenging that now, saying, "Hey, you know, this is this is going to people." 
So it's not a nonprofit, basically. It's very interesting. There's a lot more going on there, but um, that's how I was told it was. So anyway, appreciate it, Steve. Okay, PG, thank you. 117, Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are in the holiday season, which is normally a time of giving. Well, the Roadhaver Boys Ranch in Palak is asking you to give, to donate. Not money, but a vehicle. If you have one that you don't want, if you have one that you don't use, they will gladly take it off of your hands. Because what they do with your vehicle is they take it and they give it to at-risk young boys from difficult home environments who are at the facility. They fix them. They resell them. This is how they learn real-life skills. And again, this donation you make is a tax-deductible donation. And it goes a long way towards helping these kids. To find out more about this terrific charity in Palatka, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Pro or against? That seems to be the only thing that matters these days in the marijuana discussion. But what about the facts? At Mary, we've taken it upon ourselves to lay it all out there in our podcast. Just pure, unbiased education about medical marijuana and unlawful use of cannabis. Find it at mary.famu.edu. That's M-M-E-R-I dot F-A-M-U dot E-D-U. I bought one bottle of harem. I'm about three quarters of the way through it. And I had a balding spot on the crown, and I don't have that bald spot anymore. So I know it's working for me. I can definitely tell a difference. And my barber said, your hair seems thicker. I have fine hair, but it's just thicker. It's kind of gradual, but like I said, I've only had one bottle. Fantastic results, Mark. Harem can absolutely regrow your hair. Made for both men and women and all hair types, Harem treats receding hairlines, the crown of the head, and thinning hair. Harem has proven to be as effective as minoxidil, but without harsh chemicals, no side effects, and provides long-lasting results. For a natural solution to regrow thicker, healthier hair, go to greatlifenow.com and see how you can get a free bottle of Harem today. That's greatlifenow.com. 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 Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. 
some might call me obsessed. But if you shop for holiday gifts at Kohl's, you get it. With their friends and family sale, I got 25% off already great deals, like 40% off comfy tech gear activewear. Then I saved 30% on Lego building sets, 30% on Cozy Coolabra by Ugg Bedding, and earned Kohl's cash. So, yeah, I think it's pretty obvious why I love Kohl's, and why you'll love it too. Select styles. Lego and Coolabra by Ugg. Coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. Offers end December 17th. See store or Kohl's.com for details. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell on ESPN 98.1 FM and 850 AM, WRUF. Songs in the key of life. Stevie. Yeah, good stuff. By the way, uh, to uh, PG's call, if you go to the Florida Victorious website, it says make a tax-deductible donation. It's right there. It says it. Black and white. Uh, 3928255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, Daniel. When somebody enters the portal, does their NIL money come available to use on somebody else as soon as they enter? As a fan, I don't understand all this NIL. Uh, I'm not sure of that because I think it depends on what the NIL deal is. For example, if I have an NIL deal with a national company, it won't matter if I go from you know, Gainesville to Athens. Right, I think it just depends on what the deal is. Roger says, the conversation you're having is indicative of persons who have never been required to be a Gator booster, donate, etc. We only have X dollars available. If you're increasing Y dollars for booster fees to fund stadium renovations and Z dollars required to compete on NIL, then ticket money goes up. Do the math, it doesn't add up. Gator fans have to make decisions. That's the bottom line here. Out of everything you just said, Roger, let me read it again. Gator fans, Sooner fans, Longhorn fans, Georgia fans, fill in the blank, have to make decisions. Take into account the economy, inflation, the fact most employers get 3 to 4% raises annually, should make complete sense why your audience are making statements about the situation. But, Roger, People are making this harder than it is. If you have the money, fine. If you don't, then you won't. And if you do have the money, then you can choose where your money goes. It's not rocket science here. Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, I, I'm hearing people, and it sounds like they think that my Gator booster fee for the last 20-so years has not been tax-deductible. It has not been tax deductible. But before that, there was a period of time where I, my booster fee was tax deductible. Now it's not. But if I give to NIL my booster fee, then I don't get tickets. Right. I mean, but, but again, it's, see where I'm going cho- yeah, it's choice, right? Yeah. But but I got to make it. If I got a certain amount of money I can spend and I spend it on my booster fee, which I do. Well, if I take that money away from that, I'm not going to the games anymore. I don't, I'm losing my tickets forever. I won't be able to afford to get them again. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And so, but, but I guess the I can't afford to get an NIL. But people are thinking that 
the booster fee is tax deductible. It is not, folks. No, but you can but you can you. donate to NIL and that donation's tax deductible. Okay, well then I wouldn't go go to any of the games because I wouldn't have tickets. I, I, I can I can decide to go to a restaurant that serves a dollar hamburger or a restaurant that serves a forty dollar steak. Same thing. Okay. Well my choice is my choice is I can sit here at my house and watch the Gators on TV and get the NIL or I can go to the stadium and pay my booster fee right on. Right. I don't have a it's not a it's not a cheaper to go cheaper and be able to do this other. I can't go cheaper on what they charge me on my booster fee. So I don't have that option of saying my booster fee goes to NIL. That would be nice. But I don't. Like I said. So, and if you only you only have so much money, you cannot take away that Gator booster fee and expect to go to the games like I've been doing for almost 40 years. Yep, and that's the choice you've made. So, well, that's the choice I've made. I, yep. can't, I can't do any more. Okay. Well, I'm retired normal in this fixed income. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank okay, you. thank you. And, again, I, without with all respect, nobody's asking you to do more. You do what you can do if you choose to do it. Uh, Matt, go ahead, quick. Steve, it's giving me a headache. That's what it's doing. Can I pump some sunshine? Sure. I, it, it's not too early. Matt's ironclad locks. <laughs> I think we're going to come out seven and zero, Steve. I mean, it's it's not it's when you play them and who you're playing. Keep in mind, the first seven games are winnable. Uh, out of the last five games, keep in mind, three of those five are going to have new quarterbacks. So somebody earlier said ten and two. Could that happen? Yes. But the most important week of the year is this week. And now I'll hang up and listen, Steve. See you. All right. Thank you. It, again, it's amazing to me. Fandom kicks in. Ten and two. Last week you want to fire the coach. Now they're going to get ten and two. One twenty-eight. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Jeremy Foley going to join us next. ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and you know, it's just made the world of difference to me. So well, it's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing. Makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family. And that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to exceptional. In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the, with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. To kids from 1 to 92, although it's been said many times, many ways, stay safe on the water, boaters old and new. Whether you're a seasoned boater or just getting your sea legs, life jackets save lives. Choose from vests or easy-to-wear inflatables. No matter what life jacket you wear, you'll be able to enjoy the holidays on the beautiful Florida waters. Happy holidays from the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. 
Visit MyFWC.com for more information. The biggest, baddest rock experience in the United States is here. Welcome to Rockville with Foo Fighters. Motley Crue. Slipknot. Jelly Roll Limp Biscuit, Queens of the Stone Age And Breaking Benjamin Evanescence Cypress Hill Blackville Brides I Gain to Remember And Thrax In This Moment Primus Stone Temple Pilots Tech Nine And Judas Priest Plus so many more Welcome to Rockville. Four days, five stages, and 150 bands. May 9th through the 12th at Daytona International Speedway. Passes and camping on sale now at welcometorockville.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Cloudy skies today, mild with highs near 70. Windy with occasional gusts to 30 miles an hour. A few showers are possible nearer to the St. John's River and the I-95 corridor. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows in the mid to upper 50s. Tomorrow, warm with highs near 70, a mixture of sun and clouds. Staying windy tomorrow with, again, gusts between 20 and 25 miles an hour. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Over 22 bowl games, 20 NFL games. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? How about a nice uh, football? And over 16 college basketball games. A new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. Now that's a December to remember. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for the New Year's Six Bowl Series and the College Football Playoff, your college football holiday headquarters. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Scott Strickland, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. I'd like to say that that Strickland promo was planned with my next guest coming on, but it wasn't. It just happened to come up. Uh, for those who don't know the job that my next guest, Jeremy Foley, did here in his time as athletic director, 27 national championships, the only AD in Division I history to have overseen a program that's won multiple titles in both football and basketball, and maybe this. Florida was ranked among the top five athletic programs for 18 of Jeremy's 24 years he served as Florida's athletic director. And now he is going to be in a Hall of Fame we will talk about with Jeremy Foley. Jeremy, what's up? How are you? Steve, how you been, bud? I'm doing great, thank you. I've been great. Happy holidays to you. Yeah, same to you. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, Jeremy is going to go into the uh, All-State Sugar Bowl Hall of Fame. He and Danny Warfel, they'll join Steve Spurrier, is already in it. When did you find out about this? You know, they called me about maybe two, three weeks ago. Um, obviously, I have a lot of friends in New Orleans because we went there a number of times. <laughs> yeah. One of my one of, one of my best friends that was there called me. I was traveling. He called me in an airport. Um, obviously, unexpected. Didn't even know the, the Sugar Bowl had a Hall of Fame, but... Um, 
I have tremendous feelings for not, that, not only that bowl, but that city. I mean, we went there a number of times, um, football, basketball, you know, our Final Four run one year, went through New Orleans. And um, so it's a special city for a lot of different reasons, but I think it's a, lot of, it's a special city for the Gators as well. Yeah, and for those who don't know, too, Jeremy's the first inductee to have served solely as an administrator. That That's pretty cool as well. Yeah, that's obviously cool, and obviously – you know, I know, I know that um, I was blessed to be the AD at Florida, but certainly a, a lot. Of, one coach in particular got us there. The guy who got in a year or so ago, <laughs> he's a guy who's got us there that many times. I know Will got us there once, and Urban did too. But you know, Steve won our first national championship there with some incredible players. Obviously, Danny being one of them, and um, to go in with him. It's kind of like icing on the cake. Um, everybody, you know, I feel about Danny Warfel like all Gators do. And um, so, yeah, it's, it'll be a fun weekend and it'll be fun to see some old friends. And uh, it'll be, it's a tremendous honor. It's an honor for me, obviously, an honor for our university and an honor for, for our football program. And certainly, as I said, it's, a, it's an extended honor of Coach Spurrier because he's the one who made that place like a second home for us. You know, Jeremy, I think sometimes when, you know, fans see a job an athletic director does, uh, you look on the field and you see wins and losses, and that certainly is important. We all know that. But can you discuss a little bit when you were the athletic director here? There's so many other things you're responsible for, you know, helping to fundraise, you know, your staff and all that. It's a pretty encompassing job, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, obviously it's a pretty big program here with 21 sports, and certainly, as Gator fans know, the bar is pretty high here. and. You know, our job was to provide our student-athletes and our coaches and all the resources they needed to be successful. I mean, certainly you had to, as you say, fundraise. You had to balance budgets. You had to, you know, make sure you stayed out of trouble with the NCAA. And, um, but most of home, you were supporting your programs. And, yeah, you know, we had an incredible staff here. I still do. But certainly I was blessed for, you know, 25 years to have the most incredible group of people that um, – you know, we were all in the boat together. We were all in the foxhole together. And, you know, we got up every morning trying to do what's right for the Gators. And, you know, we made some good decisions. We made some, a lot of decisions that didn't work out. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we were trying to do what's right for this, this university and this program. And, but the, the fun part about it was uh, not only did we have some success, but the fact that we did it together, we did it with an incredible group of coaches, well, many of them still here, uh, incredible group of student-athletes. So, you know, it was certainly a fun journey. But uh, the, what made the journey extra special is we, we did it with a, with a bunch of really good people. You know, it hasn't been that long since you left the position, and yet there's been so much change in college athletics. As you look at this now, you know, a, a bit detached from things, what do you make of all these changes and what's going on? You know, it's certainly, you know, first of all, it's a great enterprise. It still has, the, you know, it's it's responsibility to, to, to educate young men and women, to, uh, obviously to, to represent a great institution, obviously try to win, you know, compete for championships. You know, the, the, the main tenets of what you're trying to do haven't changed, but uh, the landscape has made it incredibly difficult. Certainly the transfer portal has made it difficult, and uh, name, image, and likeness, you know, not not the fact there is an image image in likeness, but you know, as as we all know, and I'm sure you've talked about it a thousand times on the air, not many rules associated with it and not much structure to it and you know, each state has a different rule and, you know, people going to Congress to try to get things changed and, you know, hopefully that, that all happens. But, you know, it's it, you know, it was described as the wild, wild west when it um first became implemented. Um, without any structure, and certainly that has proven to be true. And again, this is not that these young young men and women don't deserve, 
you know, whatever opportunities to, that can come their way financially. But I think that it's, you know, some of the things that everybody was afraid of was going to happen have happened. And, you know, so, you know, it's it's more difficult, you know, when you're sitting here and, Again, I look at it from afar, but I read the news and I follow certainly the Gators, but college sports, as I always have, when you see a bunch of starting quarterbacks at some of the marquee programs in America, you know, the day season's over, they're they're in the transfer portal. I I don't know what that's, you know, I don't know how that's healthy. You know, I don't know how that's good. And so hopefully, um, and I'm not trying to be, you know, Dr. Doom here, so hopefully at some point in time there'll be some structure that makes it easier on coaches, uh, makes it easier on, you know, athletic administrators, certain athletic directors, um, and not taking anything away from the student athletes. Um, but yeah, the changes have made it, you know, difficult may not be the right word. Certainly change. It has been incredible change. I think it's hard on the fans when, you know, you, you know, you got an athlete that you love and next, you know, they're playing for somebody else, but maybe playing against you. Um, obviously that was different than when, you know, I was doing it. You know, if you left, you had to sit out a year, which caused a lot of, you know, people have second thoughts. I can tell you a thousand stories of kids who came in here as freshmen and weren't happy because they, they weren't playing as much as they should have. And, you know, the conversations they had with coaches and little by little they understood that it doesn't happen overnight. This is a different big jump from high school to college, you know, on and on and on. And they end up having incredible careers. And I don't see that happening as much because I think when, you know, people are unhappy, they – you know, they go look for a greener pasture. And again, I don't know if that's healthy for the for the system, but it's where we are today. Um, you know, smarter people than me will figure it out. <laughs> I know. Um, I know that. You know, obviously, it's a constant source of conversation by the uh, the powers that be in, in this profession. And you know, I, I have hopes and I believe that at some point in time, it'll get a little more semblance of structure, order, and as I said. Make it make it um, easier on coaches to manage their programs, athletic directors to manage their entire programs, and again, not take anything away from student athletes. Well, enjoy it, Jeremy. Jeremy and Danny Warfel inducted into the Sugar Bowl Hall of Fame. Great honor. Congratulations on it, Jeremy. Enjoy your holiday. Always appreciate you. Hey, Steve. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me on, and go Gators, and happy holidays to all the Gators out there. All right, okay? Jeremy. Yep. Thank you, Jeremy Foley. Uh, good honor for him and. Think about it. That's the perspective he's giving you as a former athletic director. Things It hasn't been that long since he left, and there has been just tumultuous change. Uh, James says, we already knew the football schedule was going to be tough, but the way it lays out, if the Gators don't win three of the first four, I don't see them going over 500. There's people saying 7-0, and and then this. How bad would it look if Lagway starting for A&M when they visit the Swamp and ETN runs for 150 wearing red and black in Jacksonville? Uh, Lagway, look, I'm not going to tell you it's 100%. I don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, ETN, that may be uh, another matter. Kurt says, uh, Sean's not here. He left out Skinnerd uh, was in Lakeland a couple of nights before the plane crash. Uh, the lack of info, press conferences, coach speaking, a clear game plan are obvious. Fans are making assumptions, speculating, and outthinking themselves because they have nothing better to do and are frustrated with the results. This postseason has been just like the Rashada fiasco last year, which made national news as a bad look for UF. Time is money, and the fans and potential athletes are watching. Uh, Steven. What's more compelling, a World Series Game 7 or a Super Bowl? Ooh. Uh, 
a Super Bowl only because it's one game. You had to play six other games to get to World Series Game 7, and I get it. You have to pay, play other playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. Uh, just, I think, the Super Bowl. Uh, and I'm a baseball guy, but I think that. Um, Cody Joe, problem here is that fans should support funding of players. <clears throat> Imagine NFL teams prompting fans to help give money to the players. Well, that's, I mean, you're not directly giving them money, Cody Joe, but I get it. If you're donating to an NIL, that's where a lot of it goes to. Pat says that tax deductibility is not a given. Uh, there are some NILs that are, but they may disappear. Well, that's, again, part of the confusion here because different states have different laws until we get something where <clears throat> everybody is going by the same thing. This is the issue we're going to have. Is Jay first here? Okay. Jay, hello. Hey, what's going on, Steve? All right, so I'm here in the barbershop again, and I'm having a debate. I want to see if you if you can help me out with, with what I'm trying to get with this point. So I'm looking at what the Gators have, and I'm seeing the all-SEC teams from the freshmen, uh, you know, Castell, Kelby Collins, Cersei, all of those young guys. And then I... The way that I'm trying to explain it is okay. The the Gators the the Gators are kind of like a high school a, a high school that just got a load in from middle from a middle school and all of these incoming eighth graders ninth graders now have to play varsity. Now with them last year they got beat up they got pushed around a little bit but I'm saying that in what I'm trying to get to is that that is more of a that's a good thing because the older that this group gets, if they can stay together, do you think that that's like that's pushing, that's helping Billy's Billy's case that that these guys are young and maybe they can grow into being when they're juniors and seniors, being the people that can turn this around? Sure, that that's that's one of the selling pitches he's given to the lagways of the world. You know, you're going to be the class that's going to help get Gator Nation back to where it used to be. Now, that's not an unusual pitch. If you're in a situation where Florida is in, that's the pitch you sort of have to make. But yes, but but look, that's not going to be done alone. You will need portal people. You will need experienced people that can help those young players along because if you're too young – well, we saw what happened last year, right? You, it's got to be, in my estimation, it's got to be a mix. You can still do what Georgia does, Jay. They, they, they go after big-time recruits, they develop them, and then they sort of piecemeal in with portal people. I think that's where Florida wants to be. Uh, all right. I, I appreciate it, Stephen. Go Gators. Okay. Thank you. David, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Steve. Uh, I don't want to put words in PG's mouth, but what I think he was trying to say, and I've read this same thing, is that there are people who are saying that the NIL should not be tax deductible. Not that it isn't, but uh, I know there's been some discussion about that. Um, what I called about, though, Steve, was the uh, next year's schedule. Um, it looks incredibly difficult on paper, but 
we don't know what our roster is going to look like. Right. I, I do think. I do think. Um, looking at the front part of the schedule, it sets up well for Florida to start off well. And even if we're really good next year, Steve, the back part of that schedule is brutal. And we've had the cumulative effect of getting beat on in an SEC schedule, um, you know, so much. So I think that's going to be a tough stretch, even if we're very good next year. But uh, one thing I will say, Missouri's schedule is embarrassingly easy. It's embarrassingly easy. But uh, last thing, Steve, this will be the last time I talk to you in 2023. Have a great holiday. And I'll talk to you in 2024, buddy. All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. 146 time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final segment coming up ESPN 981 FM850 AM WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida, ESPN 981 FM850 AM WRUF. It's the most wonderful time of the year, the holidays. AAA says more Americans than ever will be hitting the road this holiday season. And if you're one of them, do yourself a favor and visit Dave Mays Automotive before you hit the road. Dave Mays Automotive is a full-service automotive repair facility, and not only do they fix problems, they can help prevent them too. You've probably heard of the famous Dave Mays Automotive Bug Check. That's where they go over your entire vehicle with a fine-tooth comb and identify any potential issues before they arise. Travel in peace with the knowledge you'll arrive safe and sound. Dave Mays Automotive is located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Guys, are you tired of being tired, frustrated because it seems impossible to lose belly fat? If you're looking for a solution, then listen to Mark. I had fantastic results with the Andro 400 Max. Probably lost 35 pounds, and more impressive than that was the inches I lost off of my belly and my waist. And the increased energy is is fantastic. I'll be totally honest, I tried a different product, and I wasn't happy with the different product. You guys are considerably cheaper than the other brand, and I can really feel the difference. Andro 400 Max, the extra-strength, all-natural testosterone booster. The safe, easy, and affordable way to gain energy and lose stubborn belly fat. Satisfaction guaranteed or your money back. Feel and look like a new man. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. The only place in America where interest rates are going down is International Diamond Center. And due to overwhelming response, IDC is extending our free finance offer through Christmas Eve. Hey, it's Sean Kelly, voice of the Gators. So you can make any holiday jewelry purchase, get the unbeatable, no middleman price IDC is famous for, and spread your payments over four years with zero interest, zero finance charges. So that $6,000 piece of designer jewelry is just $125 a month. That $3,000 pair of diamond hoop earrings 
gatherings is just $63 a month. And if you're getting engaged this holiday season, you can take advantage of this to get the designer ring of their dreams. Luxury pre-owned Rolexes also available at incredible prices. This Christmas, every dollar counts. So get expert guidance from our non-commission experts. Don't miss the final days of rock bottom interest rates. 0% financing for four whole years. Merry Christmas from International Diamond Center. Details and more at shopidc.com on approved credit. At the Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, there's always excitement around football, family, and the first hint of the fall season. Family-owned and operated since 1975, the Wood Stove is the area's premier dealer of wood, gas, and electric stoves and fireplaces. Visit our showroom today to see our large selection of contemporary and traditional styles. Give your fireplace a facelift with our custom glass doors, screens, tool sets, and more. The Wood Stove and Fireplace Center, downtown Gainesville. Or visit woodstoveflorida.com. Pass, set, kill. We are your hall for Gator women's volleyball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. All right, we got one more segment tomorrow, our final show before the holidays. Uh, Dick, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Great show again. Hey, um, I, I, I love talking to you throughout the year. Um, you know, I want Napier to, to succeed here, but I just, I'm not saying get frustrated, but unless he knows something that we don't know, we went five and seven last year. Do you think... Right now, we're a better football team than we were at five and seven. We lost McClellan, we lost Caleb Banks, who uh, uh, Caleb Douglas, who had a pretty productive season going before his injury. Chris McClellan, I don't know, he might have been our better interior lineman. We don't have Emmanuelin anymore. We don't have Etienne. We went five and seven, and who are, who's been our additions? Well, see, that's you just hit the nail on the head, Dick. The world. Let me take you where I'm going here, Dick, down, down the road okay. I'm traveling, okay? <clears throat> okay. When you have gone through a stretch like Florida's gone, I think a lot of fans now look at the glass half empty as opposed to half full. Because back in the day, if Florida had lost players like this, and Urban's here, you just said, oh, Urban's going to go out and get great players. We'll be just fine. Why? Because Florida had the track record of winning. Well, now there's no patience. So you're right. Today, is Florida better off as a roster uh, than they were at the end of the season? No, they're not. But again, what happens in the portal? Does, who does Florida have that maybe? It, it's frustrating because there's no, there's no get early on here, and other schools have gotten gets. So I, I hear right. what you're saying. Right. And we don't even have a defensive line coach, right? Correct. And we got, what, National Signing Day, six days away? I mean, I don't know the mind of Billy Napier, but this is a different period now than it was before. Him being so methodical with this NIL and kids jumping and moving so quickly – 
I'm not sure if that's a good recipe for being successful in this portal and stuff like that. I think he might need to move a little. You know, we got a thousand people analyzing people. I mean, I think we need to move a little quicker. I mean, I don't know. I just I'm just looking at the team from last year. I'm just trying to do subtraction, uh, addition by subtraction. You know, I'm going okay. We're five and seven. This is our team. Some of our better players, most productive players, we've lost. And I go, okay, who have we added? Nobody. Circle, circle January three. Okay. Because that's where you make the determination. That's where the portal closes. Right, right, exactly. Okay. So, all right. Thank you, Dick. Appreciate uh, the call. Tony, welcome. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey. hey, Steve, real quick question on on that before my uh, comment. Does January 3, though, that's the deadline to for a player to put himself into the portal. But if you haven't been picked up by a team, that's it? You can't, like January 5th, commit to some other school? Say that I again. That's how it was. I'm not quite sure what you're saying here. That January 3rd is the deadline for you to submit your paperwork into the portal as a student yeah, athlete. The, the portal right closes up. January 2, and athletes can no longer enter their name into the portal into until the spring. Portal, correct. Until spring. But it doesn't mean that, like, mid January, the Gators might not get a commitment correct. from somebody that, that's true. who was in the portal. Yes, that's okay. correct. I think some people are a little confused there, thinking. January 3rd, if you're not signed by Florida, that's it. There'll be nobody else coming in the no, portal. No, And that's not the case. No. What, okay, I, just, what cool. I just stated is the way it is. The athletes can't put their it. name in the portal until spring, but if somebody's there and not claimed, so to speak, then they could be added, is, is my understanding. Correct, correct. Excellent. Hey, Steve, I kind of pulled my hamstring jumping on the uh, 2024 um, bandwagon here for that schedule, man, because the way I see it, Seven and zero, I, I think seven and zero is on the table, don't you think? I think the toughest game is Tennessee, right? Because it's at Knoxville. But then you got I am Oliva coming in, and from what my buddies told me in Knoxville was that he just wasn't ready. That they stuck with Milton because they had no choice. That I am Oliva just was not ready. Now he can make a huge jump. You never know. But that's kind of the toughest game I see on paper. I mean, even Kentucky's at home. you got Texas A&M at home. So, Miami's at home. I see 7-0. I think 7-0 or uh, bust, right? It's amazing to me. <laughs> it's just amazing to me. I left you, I, I left you speechless, Steve. It's What's just amazing on? to me that <laughs> Billy can't recruit. Nobody's in the portal. Seven and oh, my God. Seven, Seven and oh, baby. Yeah. I just started to be positive today. You All think, right. Hey, but you better get, but Steve, you better get your win. All right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Chris says, uh, look at the next year's schedule. I see most of the teams we'll face don't have an established starting quarterback. We have to be much better on defense if we are. Next year's schedule isn't that scary. Uh, Victor. If I get this right, another major miss on the NIL. Scoundrel agents are now getting tax-exempt cash. Uh, Andrew, it's cool the playoffs will be played at home field venues. Any idea how tickets work for these games? No, I don't. Um, I have no idea. Uh, but that's if you look up the the venue or you look up the event, I'm sure you can check out what the ticket situation uh, is. I think that's pretty easy to do. Uh, don't forget, Gator Men's Basketball will have it here. 
the Gators taking on East Carolina. Uh, the Gators six and three, East Carolina six and four uh, on the year. And uh, again, just a reminder that tomorrow, uh, our last show until January three. And uh, we hope you'll participate and uh, hope you've enjoyed the guests this week. Uh, love talking to Jeremy here uh, and a good honor for him as we have seen that. Uh, all right, two last emails here and then we'll call it a day. Uh, Michael says, 7-0, and what are Gator fans smoking? All of a sudden now they're going to win a national championship? I'm a real big Gator fan. I want the Gators to win, but how in the hell do you go from fire Billy Napier to 7-0? and I just don't get that. It's called fandom, Michael. And look, I think what happened when you when the schedule was released, everybody thought, oh, this schedule, Florida's going to go 3-9. and nine. But as you look at it, where the games are situated – there are winnable games. But where Florida is today, that could change with portal acquisitions and whatnot. But like I said earlier this week, are you telling me you can't beat Miami at home? You can't beat UCF at home? You can't beat A&M at home? I think you can. And if you do, well, then that number begins to be more realistic. But let's be honest about it. Those are also games Florida could lose. And if they do... You know the trouble we'll have in paradise over that. No no doubt about it. Our thanks today to our guests, the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly. You can hear his broadcast tonight. Uh, also, former Gator Athletic Director Jeremy Foley and Trevor Sikama, who covers the National Football League for Pro Football Focus. And uh, we thank you for listening. Thanks to Jose Tovar for producing the show. We'll do it again one last time tomorrow at noon. I'm Steve Russell, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.